time for the November 8th, 2013 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the uh, bustling campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Oh, yeah, and Mahler's still going on about the fun drive. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's an excitable dog. And by the way, the uh, your guitar playing today was inordinately crisp. And, uh-huh. and I tried really... Mahler! Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've been trying to improve my, uh, you really, my you guitar were, playing. And you were really I, picking I hope today. you appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, and Mahler does, too. Oh, <laughs> Thank you, Mahler. Thank you. Whatever, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. New figures show the uh, concentration of greenhouse gases in the atmosphere has reached a record high. Is that good or bad news, Mike? I forget. Greenhouse <sighs> gases. It sounds high. good because greenhouses are filled with orchids and, and things. And it's record. Like, yeah. It's a record. Yeah. So. The World Meteorological Organization says emissions that cause global warming threaten to be 12 billion tons higher in 2020 than the level needed to avoid a temperature rise of more than 2 degrees Celsius, which is where we don't want to go. The, the 2 degrees is considered kind of a tipping point for yeah. the, uh, the solar... The, the end solar, of the world. The, the ice caps and the solaris yeah. anyway, the end of los angeles the end of least. world yeah the civilizations we know it so that's not good but according to another study jellyfish are taking over oceans they're taking over the oceans because jellyfish. they're more adaptable to this well sort of thing? if you listen okay if uh, you just listen all right i'm listening in hawaii there have been uh times that 800 or a thousand people have been stung in a single day by jellyfish they're going crazy and it's not just that we're concerned about getting stung but there's no. more to jellyfish than their sting mm-hmm they're good to eat. Oh. No, I don't think they are. I'm uh, just making that up. Okay. Uh, in Spain or Florida, it's not uncommon in recent years for a half a million people to be stung during an outbreak. A half million people. Jellyfish <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. The report cites global warming and global overfishing, which removes jellyfish predators as causes for exploding jellyfish populations. I don't know. This is a bad copywriting again. Mm. I see exploding jellyfish, <laughs> which, you know, it's... It's kind of a nice image. Meanwhile, President Obama, you know him. Yeah. He issued an executive order directing a government-wide effort to boost preparation in states and local communities for the impact of global warming. In other words, what the federal agencies are going to do is uh, what the Republicans said we should do 10 years ago. Which was? Just not worry about warming up and just get ready for the warmth by... Adapt, adopt, adapt. and improve, yeah. Well, adapt at least. Yeah. Well, you know, good luck on that. Yeah. And by the way, global warming is apparently, I had no idea, it might have an impact on food supply. You think? I, that's what somebody said. There'll be more food. Yeah. More the, warm food. Well, if, as long as we like eating jellyfish, there'll be a lot more food. Yeah. Talks resumed in Geneva between Iran mm-hmm. and six world powers, including the U.S., mm-hmm. It's the second round of negotiations on Iran's nuclear program since President Hassan Rouhani took office in August. The Obama administration reportedly floated a proposal that would partially lift U.S.-led sanctions for six months. We're going to give them a half a year mm-hmm. if they suspend their nuclear activity. That's nice. I don't think it's going to happen. I do. You do? I'm guardedly optimistic about their nuclear activity. Yeah, I do. I think they have a lot of incentives too. It seems that they are trying to open up their their society to to oh, okay. uh, more interaction with the West and the East and everybody else. And I yes, I do. Well, you know what's going to happen though. Okay. If I can just play this out. Sure. We'll find out that they they are actually 
engaged in some sort of nuclear activity, mm. probably just generating electricity somewhere after we've made the agreement. Mm -hmm. We'll find they violated the agreement, so we'll huff and puff, mm -hmm. put the sanctions back in line, and blow up their nuclear uh, reactor. What do you think? No. No? Okay. No, I think this is truly a turning point. I'm just, I really Wow, yeah, you're optimistic. I'm very optimistic I was trying today. to be dark. It's a sunny day. The, the fun drive's underway. We're raising just bundles of money. Yeah. It's been awesome. And speaking of raising bundles of money, that number to call for KUCI's fun drive is 949-824-5824. A forensic study concluded former president, and this is an interesting uh, uh, report right here. I know you'll like this one. All right. Unless you've just completely gone off the no. off the line and no, no. being an optimistic guy. Okay. A former study concluded former Palestinian president Yasser Arafat mm -hmm. may have been poisoned to death. Yes. Samples taken from Arafat's body show he had 18 times the normal level of radioactive material polonium. I like the idea of polonium. You all think of plutonium. Yeah. And then along comes polonium. Polonium. It's like salami to me. Yeah, polonium sounds a lot less threatening than yeah. plutonium does. For I'd, some reason, I'd have a polonium sandwich. Yeah, I was going to say I love polonium on a on a pizza. Yeah, I mean, polonium is it's really the same. Yeah, it, it, a team of Swiss scientists. Yeah. Who examined Arafat's remains say their findings moderately support. Moderately, he had eighteen times <laughs> the well, amount of normal levels of take plutonium. It easy. That's the mic I know. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eighteen times moderately. Moderately. Support. Well, that's I don't know what they say in in. Uh, in it's a scientist Swiss. kind of thing, yeah. I guess. They want to stay neutral. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moderately support poisoning as the cause of death. Israel has denied responsibility, of course, for Arafat's death. Others, other experts have questioned the poisoning theory, saying Arafat showed symptoms inconsistent with radioactive ex exposure. But well, he, he, he didn't die in like a month. I mean, he was fairly healthy. and all of a sudden Well, he we don't know all these. Uh, I mean, I don't we don't know, know all the details. Yeah, That's yeah. true. but I, We don't know uh, what these symptoms inconsistent with. Maybe he was... Uh, Taking excessive bubble baths. Yeah, right. And, and we, when you have radioactive Mr. Poisoning, bubble has yeah. a lot of polonium in it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and you yeah. wouldn't want to overdose on the polonium. No, right. I have no By idea. By the way, this is a report. This is just kind of confirmation report that we were talking about probably a year ago when this, this report first surfaced that there were reports that um, he had been poisoned. And yeah, we've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. About 1,500 modernist masterpieces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thought to be looted by the Nazis. That's, that was back in World War II, Mike. Mm. Not recent. Not, not in Huntington. <laughs> this isn't in Huntington Beach. Not new Nazis, yeah. huh? Uh, were confiscated, these masterpieces, from a flat of an 80-year-old man in Munich. Mm -hmm. That would be Germany. Mm -hmm. In what is being described as the biggest artistic find of the post-war era. Yeah. The artworks, which could be worth as much as $1.3 billion, are said to include pieces by Picasso, mm -hmm. Matisse, mm -hmm. Chagall, mm -hmm. Paul Klee, all those good people. Mm -hmm. The works were confiscated as degenerate art by the Nazis, or they could have just been taken from Jewish collectors in the 30s and 1940s. Mm -hmm. And they just were hiding out behind some uh, food tins. Yeah, I saw yeah. this. Yeah, they just, just, there they are. Yeah. Well, I'm sure in all the hubbub, the chaos, in, as the uh, the Wehrmacht was falling apart, yeah, the uh, things got a little confusing and, and lost. Isn't that? You basically gotta wonder what, what you're gonna do with all those modern masterpieces. Yeah. Say you had like a billion dollars of modern masterpieces in your garage. Yeah, you know, they behind just, the sofa. They're finding art all the time. They just found a, a Leonardo da Vinci under about 
18 layers of paint yeah. in, 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 I think, Venice or Florence, whatever. But, it, yeah, they're finding stuff. Well, there was art on top of the art. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so it wasn't exactly well, like hiding it in a basement. No, that's true. Yeah. By the way, 1,500 is a very special number this, this, this week on Weekly Signals. And you continue. I have another 1,500 for a you. 1,500? Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead. I'm interested. Uh, I think this is a really terrific uh, story. Uh, again, I'm, you know, I'm optimistic. I'm feeling good today. Uh, it seems that uh, they found uh, in Argentina there was the military rule in which uh, hundreds of thousands of people disappeared, were killed by the military junta. Uh, back in the 1970s. Well, it turns out that they uh, have finally gone through a wing of the Air Force headquarters in Argentina and found 1,500 secret military junta files uh-huh. that essentially are chronological and by subject. They feel that this is very much the find, the, the documents they've been looking for to assess blame for the killings of thousands of people during the uh, the dark days of, of uh, Argentina back in the 70s. They yeah. found these files that seem to incriminate a lot of the leadership. So this the, makes the, you happy? It makes me happy. Justice makes me happy. Justice. It, it, justice makes me happy, Nathan. There's no such thing as justice, right. Mike. Okay. Please. But I'm happy for you. <laughs> well, I'm thank happy you. that you're happy. Thank you. Secretary of State John Kerry continued a visit to Israel and the occupied West Bank in a bid to encourage U.S. brokered peace talks. Kerry faced Palestinian complaints over Israel's continued expansion of West Bank settlements. Yeah? Well, he said they were illegitimate. Yeah. He finally he did. That's what he said. Yeah. Rather than just saying, the, saying that this we're was disappointed. not helpful. Is what they, that <laughs> yeah. was the code word there. Yeah. Not, helpful. Nope, not helpful. Now they're illegitimate. Yeah. You know, that's getting a little bit nasty. That's getting, that's yeah. getting a little closer. Which is good. To what? There has to be some. He stopped short of calling them illegal. Yes. But he called them illegitimate. illegitimate I yeah. well. <laughs> also, uh, over there, Israel reportedly told the Palestinian Authority the separation wall cutting through the occupied West Bank will serve as the border of their future state. Yeah. Now, that, that wall has been deemed by the International Court of Justice as a illegal. <laughs> they called it illegal. See, they, they used they the word illegal. They didn't call it illegitimate. And it went beyond the 1967 borders to incorporate... Uh, yeah major Israeli settlement block. So they're, they're doing something over there. Well, they're again, the, the Palestinians and the Israelis are engaged in an, I think, eight or nine month period in which they're supposed to be negotiating. So Yeah, in the meantime, Israel is, is taking more and more of the land. Yeah. But nevertheless. Not helpful. Yeah. Germany became the first European country to legally recognize intersex children. This is wild stuff. Yeah. Australia, India, Pakistan, and Nepal already have some form of legal recognition of a third gender on legal and official documents. The new German law intended to ease the pressure on parents and prevent hasty decisions regarding newborn sex assignment surgery allows parents to leave gender blank on birth certificates. I think they left my gender blank on my birth certificate, but my, my parents were just kind of yeah, in a bad mood afterward. They, they had nothing to do with confusion. It was, it was spite, it, I think it was. Did it say on your on your birth certificate, whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I just came out cranky and, and, you know, just generally the way I am now. The German Interior Ministry also announced that the law will also create a third designation for gender in German passports. So if you go there, you can either be an F or an M, which, like KUCIFM, mm-hmm. or... You'll be able to choose X. 
Now, for me, I think I just choose X because it sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like Callahan X. Yeah. X is the new. Nathan X. X is the new black. X. Maybe I should be Nathan X from now no, on. Oh, yeah, there you go. It adds a new uh, you know, frame X. of reference yeah. for Malcolm X. Nathan X. Awesome. The husband of incarcerated Pussy Riot member Nadezhda Tolakonikova. Mm -hmm. Wow, thank you. Believes she has moved to a penal colony. Her husband believes she's moved to a penal colony, but he can't, can't find her, hasn't been able to find her for more than two weeks. Thinks she's in Siberia. I think they refer to it as deep Siberia. Deep Siberia. That's not good. So the, the, uh, the guitar player, I believe she was a guitar player from Pussy Riot, uh -huh. who was arrested for hooliganism, they essentially got up in a church in Moscow and sang anti-Putin songs. For that, they are now, one of them is now in a Siberian labor camp. That doesn't sound all that. There's a lot of anti-Putin songs going around. <laughs> oh, what the heck? Uh, the M23 rebel group in the Democratic Republic of Congo called geez. off a 20-month uprising, declaring its surrender. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. that's good. Yes. M23 yeah. says it will abandon armed conflict and seek a negotiation solution after being driven from its last two strongholds. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of a surrender of sorts. Mm-hmm. And that's it for international stuff I for me. I think that is it. I think really? Nathan Callahan has done an outstanding job of covering the important stories off the shores of America. Might we take a moment to I, talk I, to our listeners? I wish you would. Uh, we are in the midst of our fun drive. In fact, we are at the tail end of our fun drive, and we are looking to get over the top of our stated goal, our modest goal of a few thousand dollars raised during this fun drive, and we need your help. And you can do that by calling 949-824-5824, 949-824-5824. Uh, and for a, a pledge of as low as $35, you get uh, some great stuff. $50, you get more great stuff. For 100 bucks, uh, I'll wash your car. Really? Yeah. So um, just fun stuff. And by the way, yeah. we have the lovely and talented... Janine, uh, I was going to say Garofalo out there in the uh, out there in the uh, in the uh, lobby answering, ready to take that call from you. Oh, she's approaching the the booth. Come on in, please. Yes, please. Hold on, let me pod you up. Oh, she, or she can be right there. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. Thank you for coming in and helping. Did you tell listeners that uh, they could actually come in and sit on your show? I, I was going to bring that up for film school. If anyone is yeah. interested, for a, is it a hundred dollars? Hundred dollars. Yeah. They can co-host or host a film That's school. Right. I'm more than happy to to uh, let you sit in the hot seat. I mean, how cool is that? Or or I didn't know. I want to speak on behalf of Nathan Callan. Nathan. I mean, that's really cool. What? Can, can they? Yeah, sure. Come on down. If you have the nerve, I dare anyone right to sit on the show. <laughs> right yeah. now. Yes. For, yeah, right right now. Come on down. Bring $100. Sit in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or schedule it. And, and, you could, and then you could be on film school. Come on well, down. I'm serious. Everybody who's got 100 no bucks wants to come down. Absolutely. A, a, a show and a half, because I don't yeah. think they could be here right now. All right. So here's the number, 949-824-5824. And uh, and how's your show going? By the way, let the listeners know yeah. you, you have a couple. I have a show, Get the Funk Out, on Mondays yeah. at 9. Yeah. Okay. No. Get the Funk Doing Out. All right. Yeah. She's had more than one show. Yes, but I think you're, okay. Yeah, anyway. no, I, I started with Moms Rock the House, and now I'm but Get the Funk I Out. I knew that, but yeah. I thought you were doing a PA, too. Oh, no, my goodness. hundred bucks. You can come down here and sh sit in. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. All right. There we go. Oh, my goodness. That was exciting. Oh, oh. Mahler. <laughs> 
He's chasing her, chasing her, chasing her back into the trailer. Come on, good for him. What an idiot. Jeez. There he goes. Bye, Mahler. We got a live one. Okay. All right now. All right now. Good, good, good. What is it, Mahler? You chased her out well, what? Oh, I see. It's time for your favorite segment of the show. Oh, or your second favorite. No. Secret stuff. No. The Obama administration is rejecting calls to grant clemency to National Security Agency leaker Edward Snowden. They're balking at that? Yeah. Mm. They're saying, mm. yeah, we can't grant you clemency. Mm. Mm. Just days after Snowden asked for international help, in a letter to a German lawmaker last week, Snowden called on the United States to drop charges against him, writing, speaking the truth is not a crime. Okay. Yeah. Nine. White House senior advisor Dan Pfeiffer ruled out clemency and said Snowden should return to face criminal charges. In some of the latest Snowden disclosures, New York Times reports that the NSA intercepted the talking points of UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon ahead of a meeting with President Obama in April. The NSA also mounted a major eavesdropping effort focused on the United Nations Climate Change Conference in Bali in 2007. Doesn't that just seem dickish to you? The, 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 the head of the U.N. is coming in to meet with the president, and they yeah. intercept his talking. But what the hell? I mean, did—, did are, uh, just seems... you, know, you always get that way about it. I would want to know what you were doing. If, if, if we were having some sort of high-level talks, I would want to look into your— uh, Into my soul to find out what I was yeah, going to well, talk Well, I would about. like to look into your briefcase. Okay. Wouldn't you—you you would do the same for me, wouldn't you? Come I guess on. I just see it as— Come on, you were in political it, I campaigns. It, I understand. I'm sure look, you even spied on other people in political campaigns. I see it as—they're doing it just because they can there's no real value in knowing that Ban Ki-moon is going to bring up what they probably have already been going over for months before he even met with them. It's just one of those things. Did he think they was going to— Well, they have the technology. They'll use it. Yeah, that's that's the point, I think, in all of this. Is they have the technology, of course they're going to use it. Now, it's up to us, lawmakers and the public, to urge them to maybe not do everything they possibly can all the time. A newly disclosed document shows the British government justified detaining the partner of journalist Glenn Greenwald by accusing him of espionage and terrorism. In August, David Miranda—remember, we reported on this story—David Miranda was on his way home to Brazil when he was held for nine hours at London's Heathrow Airport. He faced repeated interrogation and had many personal items seized, including thumb drives— carrying information used by Greenwald in his reporting on National Security Agency surveillance. An internal police order authorizing Miranda's detention from that day says, this is what it says, okay? Intelligence indicates that Miranda is likely to be involved in espionage and activity. Okay, we wonder, well, why? We assess that Miranda is knowingly carrying material, the release of which would endanger people's lives. Okay. All right. Additionally, the disclosure or threat of disclosure is designed to influence a government and is made for the purpose of promoting a political or ideological clause. This, therefore, falls within the definition of terrorism. Oh, my God. That is just so wrong. So so the threat of disclosure is designed to influence a government is terrorism. Well then, okay. Well, let's run down the litany of things that the United States is doing right now, all around like the world. I'd like to influence the with, government right with, now, under the threat of force, <laughs> under the threat of violence that is intended 
to provoke, promote a political and ideological cause. The U.S. government does that every day of its existence. Yeah. Right. What was Libya about? We, 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 we posed the threat of violence in order to affect a political outcome. What are we doing in Syria? We're, we're threatening the Here use of goes. force. No, I'm just Here saying. That's okay. Oh, yeah, the yeah, terrorism. Yeah. You yeah. want it to be defined as terrorism. That is yeah. terrorism. I understand. All right. So <laughs> that's why I read that much, right. just to get you yeah, all hot and bothered. All right. Also in secret stuff, an Italian newspaper reported that Russia had given world leaders attending the G20 summit in St. Petersburg earlier this autumn USB drives and mobile phone chargers designed to download their communications. So they'd be sucking the information out. They'd go, here, here's a gift for you, a thumb drive. <laughs> Who in their right mind in this world yeah. would put a thumb drive in from a government that you just got as a gift? I mean, I really, who in the world would even drive? think that was an idea? Sure. By the way, I'm going to stand up for the NSA for just a second on the wow. point I made earlier. I don't blame the NSA. They do have the technology. They well, can do this God stuff. I'm going to say is they are people in the government go to them all the time asking them for information. They have no idea what they're going to be asked for. Therefore, they're in the business of finding out everything. It's yeah. up to us to put reins and and, and 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 up to you and me. That's up to us as the American people oh. and our representatives to say what's appropriate and not appropriate to the NSA. They, I don't blame them for using their technology. I don't. Oh, well, here we go. Here we right. go again. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time for Drones in the News. Yeah, yay, Mother. Oh, you're so happy. I happen to know this segment alone has raised us several hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Just this. this Drones right, in the yeah, News, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's brought in, I know. We were on top of it from the beginning on this Drones absolutely, in the News absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. The Pakistani government reportedly acknowledged errors in its recent downgrading of civilian casualties from U.S. drone reports that we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. We mocked them last we week. We did. Openly. Openly mocked the Pakistani government. Mm -hmm. Shortly after Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif returned from the U.S. visit last month, the Pakistani government reported a count of 67 civilian deaths since 2004, which is, like, absurdly low. Yes. There were, like, 40 deaths, civilian deaths, in one hit of a drone. Yeah. Just months earlier, Pakistan had estimated the toll at around 600. Yeah. Ten well, times more. Perhaps you can tell me why the change of, uh, you know, apparent change in numbers. Well, they don't necessarily are. They, well, they aren't admitting what the what the change was about. Did you? Did you? At least as far as I know. Yeah. But they said it was wrong and fabricated. So I, fabricated, I, I think, is the key word there. Yeah, I think they were getting a lot of political heat from the United States. They were, they were seeing what would float. Yes, yeah. exactly. And they said, well, you know, we were wrong. Guess what? Maybe not so much. The magazine Foreign Policy reports the United States has quietly delayed plans to transfer control of the drone war from the CIA to the Pentagon. Remember, we were talking mm -hmm, about that mm -hmm. and saying it'd probably be a good thing to not have it in the CIA. At least the Pentagon, for all its secrecy, is a bit more open than the CIA. And a bit more accountable. Yeah. In, uh, in legally accountable. But they ain't going to do that. They're not. Well, apparently they're, uh, the officials say it's unlikely to happen anytime soon. Well, I'm going to write to my congressman. Okay. Local officials in a northwestern province of Pakistan, what am I, buckwheat now? <laughs> province of Pakistan have voted to block NATO supply routes <laughs> okay. unless the United States puts an end to drone attacks. Yes. So they're going to 
stand in the way of our supply routes. That's pretty exciting. That is what that is the ace that the Pakistanis have. They the ability to cut off our uh, supply routes. That's a yeah. big one. That is a yeah. huge one. Because in order to do that, then we start have to start flying stuff in, and that isn't that's very expensive. Yeah, very. Expensive. The vote came in response to the drone attack that killed Pakistani ta- Taliban leader Hakimullah Mashud. Nice. Jeopardizing done. renewed talks between the Taliban and the Pakistani government. Mm-hmm. Also, the Federal Aviation Administration released its first roadmap that explains what will be needed to safely integrate the use of unmanned aircraft, or as we like to call them, drones, drones. into the national airspace of the U.S. Five-year plan discusses three phases that include the accommodation of existing UAS, or drone, on a limited basis, the integration of future drones, including establishing performance standards for the construction and operation of drones and evolution to assure rules and regulations can be adaptable to the rapidly changing use and development of drone potentials in the states. The FAA roadmap talks about a future where routine drone operations will not require the creation of a new special use airspace or modification of existing special use airspace. So what we're talking about there, uh, that drones will be treated the same as manned aircraft. Wow. Okay. Well. To get to this point, the plan outlines the certification of drone pilots, acknowledging that it will be different than the requirements for manned aircraft, as well as airworthiness rules for drones that the agency says will bring them up to similar standards used for manned aircraft. So what this is doing is upping the ante. There won't be so many hobby drones anymore, I think is what we're talking. Right. So you'll have to have a higher-priced drone to qualify. The roadmap also mentions the unique requirements for drones, such as robust and reliable data link systems that will be needed to ensure safe flight. Another reason that you won't see as many hobby drones out there. Darn. Darn. Oh, and that's that's all I got for drones. Okay. All right. You got any drone stuff? No, no, but you're going to go to international news? As, I, as, I as, always go to, no, domestic. I mean. Yeah, domestic. Well, huh? I did want to follow, I'm sorry, one other international okay. news story that relates to what the drone stories was okay. about. The the uh, droning, uh, the drone killing of the head of the Taliban in, in uh, uh-huh. Pakistan. Yeah. Uh, they, the, pa- the and I'm sorry, in Afghanistan, the... Uh, Taliban announced the leader, the new leader, the guy to replace him. Uh-huh. He's the guy that is responsible for the shooting of that 14-year-old girl, Malala. Uh-huh. Really? He's, he's the one who, who, who was, who was wow. whose, whose little That's... squad went in and shot her in the head. He's now the leader of the Taliban in Afghanistan. Wow, that's making a statement. Or ba- huh? Is it Pakistan? I may, it may be, I may be saying that right. I think it's Pakistan, actually. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's sweet. Yep. That's, that's a nice story. Oh, my. Well, that's kind of yeah. despicable. That is really, truly. Oh. So that's that's all I got. That's it on that. All righty. What is it, Mahler? Oh, yeah. The voting. The election day. Oh, yeah, yeah. The election day. Oh, yeah. A little bit stressed out by it, but <laughs> nevertheless, uh, that was just this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. In Virginia, former Democratic National Committee Chair Terry McAuliffe was elected governor. He defeated uh, Cuccinelli, yeah. the Tea Party guy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 
I mean, it's yeah. good. It's good that it wasn't Cuccinelli, no yeah. doubt about it. Okay. But McAuliffe is that he used to be the head of the Democratic Party back in the Clinton administration, and he's one of those DLC, those Democratic leadership guys. Yeah. He's just one of those guys you just want to rip your hair out. He calls himself a Democrat, and a lot of social issues fine. When it comes to economic issues, the guy's a pig. A NAFTA guy. In New Jersey, Republican Governor Chris Christie easily won re-election, paving the way for a possible presidential run in 2016. Yeah. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. Uh, I don't well, you're making see, a face. I, no, I don't see it. I don't see uh, uh, Doug Christie uh, winning the, the nomination of the Republican Party. Chris? No, Doug Christie. Oh, it's oh, it's Chris Christie. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was the former Laker guard Doug Christie. No, we no, no, oh, no. Okay, no. Oh, okay. Because right. that guy could. He was a good ball handler. Yeah, I mean, he, he was could a good really. Ball handler. He was a good, a good, yeah. a good, a good, you know, he good. Could take charge of the team. He, he could, yeah, he yeah. could. But I don't oh. see him as presidential no. material. I really no, don't no, see no, him. No. Also in New York City, Bill De Blasio won an overwhelming victory to become the city's first Democratic mayor in two decades. Yeah, New York City. Mm-hmm. New York City. And, uh, yeah, everybody rails about New York and liberal New York, that, yeah. this and that and the other. For 20 years, they've been electing Republicans to, to the yeah. make Well, they, they've been pretty electing moderate, moderate Republicans, yeah, at least. Yeah. Yeah. The election Day also saw a number of votes on contested ballot measures in Washington state. Voters rejected. Now, this is a sad one. An initiative that would have required the labeling of genetically modified foods. How could that be? Well, I tell you why. It's because the major food company spent $20 million to defeat the measure. Mm -hmm. All they were asking for is information put down on what it was you were buying. Mm -hmm. That's all we wanted. <laughs> we wanted little little words yes. printed on the package exactly. that said this is GMO. That's I, all. And if, if, we, if some people think GMO is great, then great. Exactly. They eat the GMO. Some people think genetically modified food is better. Yeah, fine. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. All we want to know, we want to know if it is genetically modified. Apparently, the major companies don't want you to know that it's genetically modified, which kind of raises a red flag in my brain. Yeah, it does. Also, backers of a measure to impose a $15 an hour, uh, $15 an hour minimum wage at Seattle's International Airport and surrounding hotels declared victory. Mm, yeah, that's a right. good thing. Okay. New Jersey voters approved a constitutional amendment to raise the minimum wage by a dollar. Well, yeah. yeah, better than nothing. Yeah. Also in Maine, the city of Portland became the first on the East Coast to legalize recreational marijuana. Is there another kind? Well, yeah, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, Because really. people in California only smoke medical marijuana. Oh, that's yeah. right. It's <laughs> we, medical We only marijuana. use it for medical reasons. Oh, that's yeah. right. In Colorado, voters approved a 25% sales tax on recreational marijuana. Okay. And uh, three out of four Colorado cities voted to ban the gas drilling process of hydraulic fracturing that we like to call fracking. Thank you. A similar, a similar ban failed in two out of three cities where it was on the ballot in Ohio. Mm -hmm. So... It kind of mixed results in this well, election. Well, Ohio is a big energy state. They 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 have a lot of big coal energy. there. A lot, they're used to that kind of thing going on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah unfortunately. Illinois is now poised to become the 15th state to legalize same-sex marriage. The Illinois State Senate gave final passage to the measure uh, Tuesday night, just hours after a narrow approval in the state house. So now it's up to the governor, Pat Quinn, to sign it, and there you go. Mm -hmm. The Food and Drug Administration proposed measures on what would all but eliminate artery-clogging artificial trans fats. 
from the food supply. Really? Yeah. Who did that? Food and Drug. Oh, fantastic. Artificial trans fat, a major contributor to heart disease in the United States, have already been substantially reduced in foods, but they are still lurking in many popular products. They're lurking, Mike. Well, I know they're lurking. lurking. I know they're out there. Still contained. What's with these copywriters? I know they're out there. What are they doing? They're writing for some Halloween movie. Okay, they're in frostings, mm -hmm. microwave popcorn, mm -hmm. packaged pies, mm, pie. pie, frozen pizzas, margarines, and coffee creamers. Banning them completely could prevent 20,000 heart attacks and 7,000 deaths from heart disease each year, according to the FDA. And also a lot of my money going to pay the insurance on this on, on these, yeah. fat toad that's eating trans fats. You said that better than I did, would have. Yes. <laughs> the suspect in the armed attack at the Los Angeles International Airport, LAX. Mm -hmm. Why do they say the Los Angeles? There was a perfect opportunity to drop the second the. Los means the. Why do they call it the Los Angeles Times? Do I need to go on? No, it's you Los don't. Angeles it's Times. Los Angeles Times. The suspect's in the armed attack at the Los Angeles International. I just did it. You What's wrong it? with me? No. The suspect in the arm attack at Los Angeles International Airport could face the death penalty for shooting dead a transportation security and administration officer and wounding five other people. The gunman's attack came shortly after it was reported that the TSA announced it's expanding its screening of passengers before they arrive at the airport by searching a wide array, a wide array, of government and private databases that can include records like car registrations and employment information. Okay. Previously, that level of scrutiny applied only to individuals entering the United States from abroad. Yeah. So I'm thinking that maybe this ticked them off. <laughs> yeah. This, you know, this, yeah. this fellow that went on a rampage <laughs> there at LAX. I'm trying to find oh. A federal court ruled that the health care laws mandate that employers provide free coverage for contraception infringed on individual religious freedom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's not good. The yeah. case... Gallardi versus the Department of Health and Human Services was the latest setback for the Obama administration as it struggles to fix the crippled insurance enrollment website, healthcare.gov. Well, all right. I heard that they they are projecting the end of this month as a target for having cleaned up all of the, yeah. the nonsense on site, on that site. But who knows? But anyway, yeah. so a federal court ruled against at least the free coverage for contraception. A pair of University of Cincinnati researchers have devised a method with the help of tiny electrofluidic cells and a series of open-air ducts called Smart Light. Smart Light is sunlight can be naturally, uh, it uses sunlight and it can be naturally illuminate windowless workspaces. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I... Uh, Deep inside office buildings. And the excess energy from all this can be harnessed and stored and directed to other appliances. So this is a great little invention. Here. It's if a fantastic. Make this work. At least, you know, I always like to have a window and I like to look outside. Well, but I especially like the idea of sunlight. Uh, and if, if even if you have a closed cubicle, if there's some way to direct sunlight into that space, that would be wonderful. Yeah, I'm getting ready, literally getting ready to move into a windowless an office. Wow. And so, therefore, thank you very much. Yeah. The hedge fund uh, Fat Cat, SAC Capital, mm -hmm. they, always, they always call them giants, you know, when you're reading the news. They're giants. They are they're giants. giants. They're giants among men. They're monsters. 
or yep. fat cats, as I like to call them. Yeah. SAC Capital has agreed to plead guilty to securities fraud and pay a record $1.2 billion fine. Under the agreement, SAC admits to, they call them SAC for short. I don't know. Yes. They do? Yes. SAC Capital? Mm-hmm. SAC admits to a massive insider trading scheme that reaped hundreds of millions of dollars in profit for the firm and its billionaire owner, Stephen Stephen Cohen over more than a decade. Yeah, they're going to get these, this guy. Th- yeah. This is not going to go away. The pharmaceutical fat cat, mm-hmm. Johnson & Johnson, has agreed to pay $2.2 billion to settle a long-running probe into its marketing of drugs for unapproved uses. Johnson & Johnson and subsidiary Janssen Pharmaceuticals promoted the antipsychotic drug Risperdal. Oh, yeah. Why, you know about that one? Yeah, I do. It's yeah. that stuff, that's the crap they were giving my mom. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's horrible. For treating anxiety in elderly dementia uh, patients. What happened? It really, it really in, in my mom's case, I'm yeah. not saying that it happens for everybody, it precipitated a, a steep decline in her a cognitive ability. Really? Yes. I, I'm convinced of it. It's stuff. Uh, her caregiver called it the devil's, uh, the devil's medicine. Huh. The company also acknowledged paying kickbacks to Omnicare, the country's largest pharmacy serving nursing home patients. The $2.2 billion fine marks one of the largest health care fraud settlements in U.S. history. Yeah, boy. What is it, Molly? Yeah, I know. Yo! Oh, oh, my God. Stop oh, it. What is he? Yeah. So... Well, he's kind of excited about the next one. The U.S. Senate voted to advance a landmark bill banning, yeah, banning workplace discrimination based on gender identity or sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Seven Republicans joined Senate Democrats in supporting the Employment Non-Discrimination Act. But House Speaker John Boner <laughs> publicly opposed the bill, confirming it faces a tough battle in the House. God, how much of things change? It's just amazing, isn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah, to think it, that this is actually going through the the Senate now. Yeah, a year ago. Yeah. I mean, really. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk? Finally found it. Got a got a story there? I do, I do. Well, um, let's hear it. I I just I'm just reading it for the first time. I saw the headline, so I had to try and find it. It's the headline is Tea Party Shocker. Even right wingers become liberals when they turn off Fox News. Apparently. The people who have weaned themselves off of Fox News start to see things a little bit differently than right. they did when they were huh. watching Fox News. Uh, it is a um, an N- a- NBC Esquire poll appeared t- trying to promote uh, this something called the New American Center, um, and I, I I've got to, I'll get into this more. But it just that basically they're saying is that people who are watching Fox News are much much less likely to be. Um, uh, overly dogmatic and um, actually are much more reasonable. I, that's my that's my editorial comment. Much more reasonable, but in their political points of view, informed. Informed might be a better way to put yeah. it. And uh, Toronto Mayor Rob Ford refused to resign after admitting he used crack cocaine. You you smoke crack cocaine one time and everybody calls you a crackhead. I mean, what's what is that? Come on, he got a little got a little drunk, started smoking crack. <laughs> Edward Bruce Johnson was arrested in Florida after smoking a crack pipe filled with Cialis. <laughs> yeah, you like that one? Yeah. I don't know what he was thinking. I'll try it. Yeah, you will? Yeah, why not? Sure. A California motorist was given a ticket for driving while wearing Google Glass. You're not allowed to wear those things yet? I guess not. Huh. He got a ticket for it. He'll probably fight it. Yeah. I don't know if there's a ruling on it, but, you know. 
got any have other you, Have you ever worn, have you ever gotten trouble for wearing beer goggles or Googles? Beer goggles. Goggles. Beer goggles. Yeah, you know what that is. I don't know what a beer goggle is. Well, it, I think it refers to the, the idea that if you drink enough beer, you start to s- see things. That Oh, I can figure that one yeah, out. Okay, yeah. yeah, I was thinking that, but I thought maybe. Okay. I was just going with Beer the, goggles. Beer you were Google. going with the flow there. Yeah. Beer goggles. I don't know. All right. Sorry. Edit that one out, will you? Please? No, I, can, I no. can understand what you were saying. No, no, edit it. That's cute. I don't, I don't want to. I like that. I don't want that. I don't drink beer. That's the thing. I know. You know? That's. I don't even know I why I said it, it to Every you. Every once in a while, I drink beer. I, I've seen you drink in your whole the whole time I've known you. I, uh-huh. th- I think I've seen you drink like three beers. I'm in, very puritanical. You know, it's not that you just don't drink beer, and I I respect that about you. <sighs> well, I'm going to wrap this thing All up. All right, let's because... kick this in the head. Really, try. It's time. We got to pitch. We're going to pitch. All right. Don't you worry. We're not going to bitch. We're going to pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mahler thought that was a good joke. He likes the beer goggle thing. <laughs> he just got it. You're an idiot, Mahler. I know. And finally, Dell. You know, the computer company I Dell. Do, yes. Are they still around? Apparently, they offered replacement laptops to customers who had complained that their computers smelled like cat urine. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 